You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Come on, church, give God some praise this, this evening. Isn't God good? I don't know about you, but I, I'm excited about the holiday season in part because Christmas is my birthday on the 25th. I'm not dropping any hints or anything, but you know, if you want to you wanna hook a brother up with some new socks, I'm just saying from like Express or something like that, you know, they're, they're four for 20. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a pretty cheap date, amen? Amen. How y'all doing tonight though? Everybody's good? Amen. Good, good. God is good, isn't he? All right. All the time, God is good. Truly, I just want to uh, just start by giving honor to God. Uh, without God um, in my life, um, I am nothing more than just dry bones. Amen. Thank you so much, sir. And, um, and I, I'm really just grateful uh, to just be in the number. Amen. Um, and so every day that, that I, I go forth, um, I'm just grateful that I'm saved by grace. And I hope you all are as well. Amen. I um, just want to give honor to our pastors, Pastor Art Maria. Let's get some praise from this evening. Amen. Um, they have been uh, a wealth of support for all of us, not just me, but for all of us. Um, and I know for some of us, I can remember the first year I was here uh, at the church, um, that we did kind of a testimony service, and so many people were walking up and, and talking about, like, what they meant to them. And and that really stuck out because, you know, you don't see that as much anymore. And so that's just good. How many know that, that good parenting is a good thing? Amen? When you have good parents, good spiritual parents, uh, and, and that, that really bear good fruit, that means when they go up, we go up. Amen? Come on, somebody. Give God some praise for them. Hallelujah. God is truly good just to have them. And um, just, uh, just pray for, for folks that are not here um, I was on my way here, and, and there were quite a few accidents. I don't know if any of you seen that. Like two streets, like one street from, I don't live that far from here uh, now, which seems strange to say, but I'm only just, and here I was late. Don't, don't, watch, I'm going to get rebuked later. Like, brother, you went late. <laughs> no, but, uh, but uh, two streets over, there was a, a motorcycle accident, and then one street over, there was a, somebody that crashed into a pole. Um, and so just, uh, just pray for the, those that are the coming and going. We often... Uh, take advantage or, or take for granted, amen, uh, people that are coming back and forth and, and getting in their cars and motorcycles, but uh, you never know, amen, so just pray for that safety. Um, I want to talk a little bit tonight, I'm not going to, I say this every time I get up here, it's a running joke, but tonight I really, really, really am not going to preach long, um, because I, I really, there's a method to all of that, and I, I really believe that God is going to do something in the house for all of us tonight, amen. Um, and so I, I really want to talk a little bit about what the holiday season is all about. Um, it took me a long time to understand that, in part because my birthday was on the 25th. And so often when people find that out, what do you think the first thing is that they say? What was that like? That Immediately that's what they say. Because most people's birthday is, you know, not on Christmas. 
but mine was. And so I never grew up having a birthday party. Don't feel sorry for me. I'm good. You know, I don't, I don't feel sad. I'm not going to cry. But, you know, it, th that's the truth. I didn't have all of that. And so, um, it, you know, I really had to understand that Christmas was not necessarily about me. Um, and I think that that's really uh, symbolic for all of us. Um, because we all can get caught up at one time or the other, particularly if we want something. If you want a PS4, uh, if you want, you know, if you want some sunglasses, if you want some Jordans, if you want something um, and you don't get them. Have you ever gotten a gift um, and it was not what you expected? Boy, that's the worst thing in the world, right? Have you, how many of you ever seen a Christmas story? Um, and Ralphie at the end, he's waiting on that BB gun. But first he has to try on that pink bunny outfit. Yeah. He didn't look too happy, right? But that's kind of how we are, right, in life. Y'all ain't never seen a Christmas story? Man, what's wrong with y'all? I'm about to say, like, that runs 24 hours on TV or TBS or whatever it is, right? <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, uh, but Christmas time is, is, is not about that. And so I want to talk a little bit about that tonight uh, because I believe that some of us need to hear some good news in the house. Amen? Amen. All right. Our scripture is going to come out of Luke 2. 1 through 14. That's Luke 2, 1 through 14. I love y'all. I love y'all. I really do. Luke 2, 1 through 14. When you get there, just say amen. Take your time. Luke 2, 1 through 14. All right? And it reads as such. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Now, what you have to understand is that the Roman world was vast during this time, church. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. Somebody say good news tonight. Uh, that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, hallelujah, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Come on, church, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you tonight. I thank you for everybody that is here that is assembled. Lord, you know what we stand in need of. 
We ask that you would sweep through this place, that lives would be changed irrevocably by your glory. Lord, just your presence alone, in an instant, we are changed. We are transformed for the better. Lord, we ask that those that have an ear, let them hear. Lord, that we would open up our hearts to what you have to say. Most of all, God, that I would remove myself from the circumstance of this moment. Lord, for you are in control completely. And God, we ask this in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Come on, give God some praise, church. Church, can I tell you something? God wants to give you the gift of the breakthrough. He wants to give you the gift of the breakthrough. Amen? I got a smile on my face. All right? Because I'm not getting that PS4 this time. Amen? <laughs> Amen. You know, during this time of year, church, uh, uh, we should hope that the holidays generate great joy, peace, and goodwill of all humanity. Uh, Christmas time, as we know it, amen, means something different for so many different people and families. Uh, for some, it is nostalgic. It is a good time uh, because it brings back a memory that is comforting. Uh, maybe it was something that you love very much going on. And for others, it may symbolize their creativity and that their desire to share with the world. Uh, maybe it is a reminder of laughs, of relatives, of overnight excitement and good food. Christmas can be a time of wonder and happiness. It also can be a place of great sorrow and great pain for others. Yeah, see, memories of the past can cut like a knife. Uh, family members who pass away and fights can make the holiday season seem unbearable and so long. And we often hear that in life, watch this, there are good seasons and challenging seasons that go hand in hand. Uh, but I believe, get this, that Christmas can be a season of joy for some and for others pain because there is no doubt, church, that our church is going through these very seasons that we're talking about. But I want to I just put a pin there and just say this and declare this. I'm a son of this ministry. I'm a son of this ministry. And as a son and as a representative of Christ, I am here to tell you tonight that God wants to give us the gift of the breakthrough. Yeah, see, uh, hallelujah. See, for too long, so many in the body of Christ are looking for something uh, to happen in their lives that will change their circumstance. Uh, but I'm here to tell you tonight, look no further. Yeah, see, because Christmas is proof that change is coming. Uh, see, never mind that video game that I talked about, uh, that Louis bag or a card full of money that we have all anticipated one time or another. Uh, see, we ought to have a spirit of anticipation when it comes to Jesus Christ. Yeah, see, uh, church, watch this. God wants to give us breakthrough in our lives because truth be told, he sees our current situation. Uh, see, much like the song goes, he knows when you've been sleeping. <laughs> see, he knows when you're awake, and he certainly knows when you've been bad or good. So what? Be good for what? Goodness sake. Yeah, all right. We know the song. But church, here's the thing. Church, God was, Jesus was born so that he could awaken the folks 
that were asleep in sin. See, Santa Claus, watch this, may know a few things about a few things, but Jesus is Emmanuel, church, which means that he is with us. Come on, somebody. He was with us before we were formed in our mother's wombs. Yeah, see, it's quiet tonight. See, well, see, what this really means is he's more qualified in understanding, church, what we are going through and what we are about to go through. And because of this, watch this, he wants to give us what? The gift of what? The gift of the breakthrough. Come on, somebody. See, watch this. The, te the text shows us that an angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds tending to their flocks. Yeah, see, he let them know that good news was at hand. The text says in verse 10 and 11 that I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. Somebody say the Messiah, the Lord. See, church, the first thing we need to remember is that we have to position ourselves to receive good news. The birth of Jesus was evidence, get this, that the Savior of the world was among us. Yeah, see, and here the angel of the Lord was, right, delivering the news to a bunch of shepherds at nighttime. Now, they were tending their flock, and he confronted them. But here's the thing, church. The first thing that they felt was fear. They were not in awe. They were not in wonder. The text shows you that the first thing that they were dealing with was fear. Church, can you imagine? Watch this. Just, just, just take a minute for a second. Can you imagine being out in the middle of Red Rock or Mount Charleston, tending to some bighorn sheep, and all of a sudden you see an angel the size of Shaquille O'Neal just come out of nowhere, and he says, hey, I got some good news. I'm going to tell you, I know what will happen. Most of us will run up out of there. Yeah, see? So probably most of us would pass out. Yeah, or, or maybe even some of us would throw that staff that we were supposed to be tending that flock with at the angel, right, to try to get away. And as funny as that sounds, I want you to get this. So many folks, church, struggle with receiving the good news because of all that has gone on in their life. Have you ever known someone who is suspicious of good news? Yeah. So much so that they start speaking negatively the moment that they hear it. Somebody say, you know what, God, you, you know what, you're going to get a new car. They're like, it's probably going to be a bucket. Like, did nobody ask you all that? You understand? Church, what I need us to, to recognize is that the coming of Christ was a message of hope and an assurance of eternal life. Pastor Art, that's the gift of the breakthrough. Oh, hallelujah. See, but the question is that we have to ask ourselves tonight is will we miss it or will we receive it? You see, here's the thing, church. We just moved in our new home and, and people were coming in our neighborhood and, and knocking on our door and welcoming us. I grew up in the hood, so I'm not, I'm not used to that. So when they was like, hey, you know, I'm so, we're such and such, and we're just glad to see I'm like, I'm looking around like, who they? You know, and I'm like peeking through the thing. My wife's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, you know, like, and she rebuked me. And guess what? She was right to rebuke me because of the way I was acting. Like, literally, people were like, we just want to say hi. I, I thought that they had an ulterior motive for being there just to say hello. Have Right. Have you ever known that somebody could just say hi to you? Like, why are they saying hi to me? Yeah. Church, the world needs hope. Our world needs hope. We need good news right now. We need a breakthrough. Christmas time is much more than just a time of pozole, 
of Rosca de Reyes and Lotaria. Yeah, you didn't think I knew about that, did you? Yeah, it's more than that, right? Oh, what? Okay, first of all, y'all not going to do me like I don't know Spanish, okay? Yeah, <laughs> y'all wasn't ready. Christmas is a time of worship as well, right? When we recognize that Christ is our gift, then breakthrough comes, then we can receive better in our lives. Receive our destiny, our healing, and our deliverance. But we have to be able to be in a position to receive. And so many times we are not in a position to receive. And that takes me to my second thing, church. Our breakthrough is a sign of God's promises to his people. It is a sign of God's promises to his people. Church, this is something that we need to be reminded of. God's promises never fail. They never fail, right? His word cannot come back what to us? It could never come back to us void. So if it's never come back void and he's never let you down, what makes you think he's going to let you down now? See, his promises are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. His word is established in the, in the earth forever, forever and ever. But there's something about experiencing a breakthrough, church, hallelujah, when we've been through so much. It's like a gift we weren't expecting. Uh, have you ever had something on your mind that you wanted, like food or some good coffee? Pastor Art, I know you love good coffee. Or just a visit for a friend, and all of a sudden you were presented with it all out of, the, out of nowhere. It surprised you. It took you off guard, didn't it? Yeah, see, Praise Chapel, a breakthrough feels like that. And when we finally experience it, we can't help but have a spirit of expectation for when it happens the next time. Who, God. See, the Bible, I want y'all to get this tonight, church. The Bible declares in verse 12, look, look at this, that the angel of the Lord informed the shepherds that the Messiah had been born and that this would be a sign, that it was going to be a sign that they would have something tangible to see, to touch, to experience. Now watch this. Historian and, historians and scholars show us that for ages the Jews had waited for the Messiah. They had waited for the Messiah. They wanted a Savior church uh, that would not only deliver them from sickness, but from Roman rule. You have to remember now, remember what you read in the text earlier. Roman rule had stretched clear across the world. They were everywhere. And they wanted to be free from them. The birth of Christ was a game changer, church. Not only for Jewish people, but for all humanity, for all time to come. Oh, God, he didn't just come to break down political structures, church, and heal folks. Christ came that we would have life and more what? More abundantly. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Sometimes we just need to hear some good news tonight. We need to hear some good news. He came to set the captives free. Some of us have been living, I'm just going, I'm going to Some of us have been living in bondage for a while. And God is trying to get a hold of us and really get a hold of us and let us know, I'm in control, in, in control of your situation. If you would just look to me, I would change that circumstance. He's not, it's not, okay. <laughs> what a wonder Jesus is, isn't he? He's a wonder. He is the breakthrough. That's the thing that we need to understand. He is the breakthrough. That's why in the lyrics of the song Silent Night, it says, Christ, the Savior, is born. The song speaks to the promise of a Savior that would turn the world upside down. 
Oh, God, the birth of Jesus changed the very landscape of humanity, church. Oh, God, hallelujah. See, see, here's the thing. When I was growing up, I would, my mom would always make me get in them little Christmas programs like we're about to see here soon. So, like, from the time I was five, I would, I would have, like, I played, like, one of the wise men. I had, like, one of them little crowns on. And they have a picture of me, like, turning around looking. And I didn't look like no wise men during that time. I looked like I had the devil in me a little bit because, you know, like, I was, the way I was looking. And then about two or three years later, I, I was playing, like, some role where I was, like, the conductor over, like, the symphony. And I was doing like this. And I was, like, in eighth grade, not eighth grade, but, like, eight years old. And I was doing all that. And I didn't know nothing about music. You know, and, I, and my mom, we was talking about it just recently, and I was laughing. But, you know, when I, was, when I was studying for this sermon, God had reminded me that you see it as, as a trivial moment in your life because you were a child. But I was preparing you for worship. <laughs> I was preparing you for worship. And some of us don't see the trajectory and the, the course that God has taken us on. We can't see it, but can I tell you something? God is just trying to get a hold of you. He's trying to get you in a place where you would just worship. Because if you would just worship, something miraculous would happen in your life. Things, shackles would come off of your, come on somebody. Shackles would come off of your, off of your arms and your legs. Things that, you, sicknesses would come out of bodies. I'm trying to tell you that when you worship, things happen in your life that are, that, that are so wonderful, that are so awe-inspiring, that man can't even fathom at church. Christ's presence is indeed a blessed moment. It is indeed, when you are in the presence of the Lord in worship, it is a blessed moment. It is a divine moment in our lives. It supersedes any gift that we could possibly get. Have you ever been touched by the Lord and you knew it and all you could do is weep? Oh, that's better than 10,000 gifts, church, because that lets you know that God is right there with you, church. Come on, give God some praise. Oh, see... See, during the Christmas season, we should honor Jesus Christ and say thanks for the gift of breakthrough by worshiping. We should. And see, here's the thing, church. In my last few sermons, I've talked a great deal about worship. Probably the last two or three, I've, I've mentioned it. Uh, the Holy Spirit, and here's why. The Holy Spirit has impressed upon me to talk about worship in this season of my life because I firmly believe that worship is a celebration of the breakthrough that is going to take place. Whew. You see, the text says that from the moment that Christ was revealed to the world, the angels in heaven began to sing, and they began to worship. Glory to God in the highest heaven. That's worship, church. And on the earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When you worship, when you get in a posture of worship, you have favor on your life. Don't you understand that there is favor? Let me tell you, I've talked to a lot of great men and women of God, some of them from this organization. And I asked them, I said, how did you get started and how did you know that God was really impressing upon you? He said, I just really felt compelled to worship. Who, God. And I'm, I'm trying to tell you, if you were just, we're going to worship tonight, church. I prophesied. I promise we're going to worship. They were singing for the breakthrough that was born. They were singing for the breakthrough had been born. And for some of us, can I tell you something? We need a new song in our heart. Some of us need a new song in our heart. Yeah. Some of us, some of us sound, y'all can come because I'm for real. I'm about, to, I'm about to really end. Y'all thought I was playing. I'm not. Look, some of, <laughs> some of us really have a song that, that we really need to, 
we really need to give to the Lord. We don't think we do, but we do. Hallelujah. Some of us feel battered. Some of us are tired. And we don't see the end in sight for our circumstance. But I'm here to tell you tonight, church, I have good news. We are in a season of breakthrough. Don't look at who's here. Don't look at who's in these seats. In a season of breakthrough. Pastor Arch, you prophesied it. We are in a season of breakthrough. We are in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are in a season of the newborn king. He's here, church. He's here tonight. He's here tonight. You don't need me to, to prop you up and to pump you up because he's here. Position, position yourself to receive the breakthrough. Recognize that breakthrough, the breakthrough is God's promises. It is God's promise. And rejoice because your breakthrough is here. It is here. Regardless of what it looks like, your breakthrough is here. Come on.